What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteX.com. Continuing the series today, we're talking about the perfect shoulder workout. And I have a guest here with me, Raymond. You guys know Raymond, Raymond say hello. What's up guys? Raymond, AthleteX.com. Okay, enough. The fact is guys, we're gonna use Raymond here because as always, we're putting the science back in strength to show you how to construct a perfect shoulder workout. Of course, I'm breaking out the muscle markers in a second. I'm gonna talk about that in, a, in, a, in just a little bit. But the fact is, there are some components, just like in our chest and bicep and every other uh, video we've done in the series, some requirements to, to claim a perfect workout. And right away off the bat, if we're gonna do this, guys, we need to start including exercises that activate the shoulder properly before you train it. Why is it such a big deal here when we talk about the shoulder? Because the shoulder is a three-dimensional joint. And not just that, if you look at Raymond here, this is why we brought him, we have all the freedom of the ball and socket joint here, right? We get all this kind of freedom in the shoulder because of the type of joint that it is. But it's not just that. The socket is actually the shoulder blade. So we realize all the muscles that are affected by the shoulder movement, we realize it's not just the things that attach to our humerus, but also what attaches to the scapula too. So there's so many muscles that are at play here. We need to know how to activate them and get them to work together properly. The next thing we have to do is gotta use the foundational strength moves. And for this particular muscle group, it's the overhead press. You can't get around overhead pressing, but we wanna make sure that even when we do that, we do it properly and we actually have a way we can scale the weights when we do it and then end again with another important component for neuromuscular sort of re-education to make sure that we're, we're locking in what it is that we are trying to establish with that first set of warm-ups. We continue on. We wanna make sure, of course, that we account for the stretch. Now, what's, why is that such a big deal? Because in the shoulder itself, it's probably the, the biggest muscle group that gets avoided and, and overlooked when it comes to stretch. Why? Well, let's take a look. If we look actually, break out the muscle markers, here at the shoulder, right? If I were to do this and actually kind of push up here, you can see that the front delt is right here, okay? You can actually see it outlined right up and through here, okay? Now, what I have in the back here, let's use a different color. What I have in the back is the rear delt. And you can see that kind of popping out down and around like that, okay? And then all the fibers coming down this way. Which leaves in the middle, that big area of the middle delt, which would be right in through here. Okay, and they all come down and they all feed down into this portion of our upper arm right here, okay? So all of them feed down and around into that point. Well, if I look at any movement of the shoulder, whether it be a side lateral raise, where my arm stops at the side of my body, or whether it be a front dumbbell raise, where my arm stops right here at the side of my body, or a shoulder press, where my arm stops in pretty much the same position, they're all lacking the stretch placed on the deltoid, any one of those heads that we can actually incorporate if we do a few things. If I were to do some exercises like this, the front delt raise, you can see that if I take my arm back behind the body, look what's happening here to the fibers of the front delt. They're getting stretched. Well, we're gonna do that and apply that to all heads of the delts as we go through this workout to make it the perfect workout. We now also have to understand, guys, if you wanna train your, uh, your, your shoulders or any muscle in your body completely, and you're gonna follow this channel, then you need to train like an athlete. And that means it's not always about isolation. We've talked about ways to hypertrophy a certain muscle group and sometimes dropping the weight down, leaving your ego at the door and making sure that you isolate that muscle to gain maximum hypertrophy. However, if you wanna be an athlete, at some point, you gotta figure out how to tie it all back together again. We mentioned all the muscles in the shoulder girdle. At some point, you gotta get those muscles to be allowed to train together to allow for powerful movements. I'm gonna show you exactly how to do that too. And then finally, 
face pulls. Guys, you know we can't end a shoulder workout, especially when we're talking about the rear delt, and not include face pulls. So let me put all this together for you, show you exactly how to do this step by step. All right, guys, we kicked this one off, like I said in the intro, with that all-important warm-up. And it's important here because of all of the freedom we have in that range of motion of the shoulder. And that means we better have it before we attempt to do these exercises. So we have to warm up the shoulder properly, and we do that with that overhead band press. Now, it looks like an overhead press, but look where the resistance is coming from. It's actually not from the ground up, like a typical dumbbell or barbell would be. It's actually pulling you towards the front. So that means you have to activate the muscles on the backside of your body, the rear delt, and more importantly, the rotator cuff. This is a good activator to get your shoulder to start working properly. We know that we need the support of the rotator cuff before we do overhead activities, so we want to warm it up and we do that here with a three second hold very deliberate good quality reps two sets before we move on and we move on to what well what else what we talked about in the beginning again the value of those foundational exercises the ones that you can overload the most which in this case would be the overhead press when we do our overhead press here we really set out to target four sets and we do it in a descending fashion so 10 reps, eight reps, six and six. Ideally, you're gonna be adding some weight to the bar and not just having fatigue bring your reps down. If you do that, again, we're working on trying to overall build our strength. Now, if you're training at home and you don't have access to a barbell for a press, don't think you're getting off so easy. You can always do here the handstand press. Guys, this is not easy. As a matter of fact, anybody that does this will tell you it's a difficult exercise. The key here, again, is that we're lighting up the entire shoulder girdle in a way that you can clearly overload. And for some reason, if this is too easy for you, throw a weighted vest on and you've just made this thing harder. But before we're done, we come back one more time to that same exercise here with the band done more again as a, as a reinforcer, right? Neuromuscular re-education. You just went through this exercise with the weights, with that vertical force up and down. Now you wanna reinforce it once again. Get the rotator cuff awakened again. Make sure it's working so we can integrate that better and better from session to session and make sure we avoid any of those injuries that usually come with an inadequate warm-up prior to training. Okay, next we have to go and incorporate this stretch that I said that we're often overlooking when it comes to shoulder training. And we, we don't do it most of the time in any of the other muscles that we train because it sort of naturally works its way into the exercises. Here, as I mentioned in shoulders, you have to sort of force it into what we do. But it doesn't make it any less important. So we can do that here in a tricep, basically like a 21. And we're doing cable raises. And we're doing them for the front delts, the middle delt, and the rear delt. Now the key is, again, where you're finishing and starting and not necessarily what's happening in the middle because in the middle of the exercise, it's gonna look just like what you do with a dumbbell. But because of the cables and because of how we can position our body, we can place a good stretch on the muscle as we do it. Watch as I do this rear lateral raise here. Again, a couple things to point out. You guys know that I think that in order to get the rear delts the best, you have to get extension of the arm behind the body. Get shoulder extension and then let it come out in front of your body, across the front of your body. Get a full stretch. And we're not really gonna do that if we're just doing dumbbell raises. We're gonna stop sort of at midline. But we, we work our way around from the weakest to the strongest. So we have energy when we get to the 14th to the 21st rep. So we go to the middle delt next. And again, I'm not just raising my arm up to the side and dropping it like I would be in a regular dumbbell lateral raise. What I'm getting here is the position of my arm behind my back gets that extra stretch on the middle delt every single time. You can see that I'm starting with a big stretch and I'm exploding out of there to get to the top. 
and we wrap around to the front, we do the same thing. Again, by positioning myself in a, in a split stance and allowing my arm to go back into extension behind my body, I place a better stretch on the front delt fibers so that I get that more powerful contraction when I come out of that position. So it's just a different way to apply the same stresses that you normally would with a dumbbell and get the added benefits of the stretch that are often, as I said, overlooked every time we train them. Moving on here, guys, I mentioned in the beginning and always on this channel, if you want to look like an athlete, you have to train like an athlete. And one component of that is that you have to train explosively. But when you're trying to train explosively, it's not time to try to isolate individual muscles. You want, at this point, to make sure that you're including something that allows all these muscles, like I said, of the shoulder girdle to work together. And we can do that with a combo of a cheat lateral going into a dumbbell push press. So what we do is we load up the weight higher than we would normally use for a lateral raise. Again, we're not specifically looking to try to activate the middle delt to do this exercise. We're allowing the traps to help here. I've talked about before the trap strap. When you're looking to develop strictly just the middle delt, you want the traps out of it. When you're trying to train power and explosiveness, you want the trap to help because it's trying to help. All these muscles are situated in this area together because they prefer to work together. So at least have one component of your workout that focuses on that. And we're gonna do that with that cheat lateral. Again, we're trying to eccentrically control. This weight is not out of my control. Even though it's heavier, I get a chance to swing it up, but I have to control it on the way down. If I can't control it on the way down, I've used too heavy of a weight. But I go right from there into a dumbbell push press. I clean it up to my shoulder, and now I'm trying to press up overhead explosively. And I'm allowing the legs, I'm allowing the hips, I'm allowing my entire body to help me in this movement. Just like I would if I was out in the field of competition and I had to push something or somebody away from me, I'm not just gonna try to isolate the middle delt. I want all the muscles at my disposal to kick in. We're gonna do that and take advantage of that in this set. We take that now for three sets on each arm to double failure, and we move on to the last exercise here, which is the cable face pull. I've talked about, I made a whole video on it, on why you should end every workout, not just this one, with the face pull. So of course it's gonna show up here and wrap up the perfect shoulder workout. The key when you're doing this exercise is your mindset. I have down here for you to do three sets of 15. But you know what? You should focus on doing 15 sets of one three times, which means quality trumps everything. Make sure that every single rep you do, you're focused on not just pulling, but keeping the knuckles facing backwards to demand external rotation and to provide that support once again for the shoulder, to incorporate the rotator cuff with the rear delt. These are so important. And again, you're not just trying to throw these reps away and call them a finisher and be done. You're not looking for a burn. You're looking for high quality repetitions every single time. So there you have it guys, the perfect shoulder workout to make sure that you hit all heads of the delt. Oh, this here, a little bit of a casualty. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, guys, you're gonna wanna make sure you do that at AthleanX to see the whole story of how that happened. But I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at this. At least you gotta see what I did to Jesse. I'll leave it at that. Guys, fact is, if you're looking for science-based training, this is the place to come. If you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please do so and turn on your notifications so you never miss a video. If you're looking for science-based workouts, step-by-step, day-by-day, that's what we do here all the time. All of our programs are available over at athletics.com. In the meantime, let me know what you want me to cover. I know there's other muscle groups you want me to cover in the series. Just let me know and I'll make sure that I do that for you. And if I have to break out Raymond, say something, Raymond. Say something, Jeff. Okay, whatever. This guy. You, he'll be here to make sure that we cover everything you need to know. All right, guys, we'll be back here again in just a few days. See ya.